The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. With Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. It's Grant Fedorik. I'm here. Hey, Grant Fedorik uh, from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. We didn't have our Let's Get Physical music, our Olivia Newton-John music. I'll have to cue no. that. I'll I think have we're going to have to write up. our own. Okay. All right. You get on that because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're not busy I enough. i got a few patients out there that would absolutely <laughs> love it if I sang to them on the radio, but it it's not going to happen. Oh, come on. You sing all the time. And I, you got to. It's like Vegas. you got to go gotta in there. the casino to see it. <laughs> it's our monthly segment, Fit After 40, and uh, this one, you know, having proved to be popular over the past four, five, six months, we've been doing it. You wanted to talk today about managing acute injuries. That's the number one, you know, when I'm out in a boat, it's probably the number one thing I get asked about. What is an acute injury? Just happened. Okay. Just happened. So there's different definitions of acute and chronic, but when we're talking about today, I was talking about an acute, you just did it, now what? Mm-hmm. Kind of an injury. You know, you, especially based on last week, I'll tell you, that snow, that ice fall, or that rain followed by the snow and everything that happened, I'll tell you there's a lot of people who didn't know what to do, mm-hmm. where to go, how do I manage this? Can I manage this how myself? How long do I wait? Exactly. Is it okay? Should I just see how it goes? When should you see how it goes? And I thought we should talk about that. You know what? I You just, I totally flashed back to, I think, probably one of the last times that I saw you and I was running across uh, the yard and I slipped on a patch of ice. You, We'd already, you'd been seeing me to help me with my neck. I slipped on a patch of ice, went down on my backside really, really hard. And I knew immediately that something bad was going on. Right. And I was traveling. I was getting on a plane to travel in a few days. And it was, you know, straight to you. I need to see you and, you know, fix me now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can you, is is there an immediate fix? No. Depends on the problem. Okay. So, uh, you know, and that's, that's. The number one piece of advice I've got is that there's no catch-all. You know, we will talk about rest, ice, compression. It's actually price, protection, rest, ice, compression, elevation, how much each one go, what we should use, what matters. You know, does ice matter in the first 24 hours? Maybe not Mm -hmm. with today's research. So we should chat about that. But it depends on the situation. You know, I get somebody who shows up at the office and they can't barely walk. And I ask them, well, my my heel's a little bit sore. And, you know, I say, okay, well, let's have you up on the bed. And they just walk down the stairs to see me. Fortunately, they can do that. Uh, And, you know, they've torn their Achilles. (sighs) So, you know, what do you do there? Up the hill, you got to go get surgery. I'm sorry, or you know, or there's different management for that. Versus, you come down that same set of stairs and you've rolled the ankle and it's really big and swollen. I'm going to give different advice. So not everybody that's done something that they think is really horrible has to run to emerge. Uh, that's also really important with today's, um, pro- you know, proper management mm-hmm. of our medical establishment. We should know who should be going to emerge. What else can you do? Do you have to go to emerge? And in some cases 
absolutely you do, but not every case needs to be sitting in a waiting room for six hours waiting to find out. And I guess you can go to your clinic, you can call your doctors if you have a GP. That's right, you bet. There's HealthLink. Yes. Uh, so again, let's we should chat about what it is, you know, when do you need to go to Emerge? What are those kind of things? Uh, and when can you go to your family doctor? When can you come to a so physio? So when do you need to go? <laughs> yeah. So when to go to Emerge? I mean, those are the ones, those are, that's that pit of the stomach. You just know something's really, really wrong here. Uh, there's disfigurement. So you've done something and you look and it's not looking straight. Uh, that's, uh, that's, mm-hmm. an, uh, that's a trip to Emerge. You think that surgery might be a possibility. But, you know, even in those cases, you can go to your family doctor. They're going to know how to manage it. They're going to probably maybe send you straight to Emerge if, in fact, that's the case. Um, but certainly those are those are the ones that you got to go to Emerge. You can make that phone call to HealthLink and see if, in fact, that's the best place to go. Um, but certainly we've all had that where we think, I got to get to Emerge for this. And you get there and sure enough, it's nothing too serious. Mm-hmm. It could have been managed in another way. But again, just swelling alone isn't the answer. Lots of times people just look at it. It's really swollen. And that's not necessarily the ones okay. that have to go to Emerge. So, may, so maybe those are the ones that you go see your doctor about. Yeah, you bet. And even then, even just swelling alone isn't necessarily an ind- indication. So l- let's give the example of the ankle and you're out on your driveway and you roll it and you look down and it's really swollen. Uh, you know, there's certain rules that we follow. If you can't weight bear on it, if it's so tender, you can barely touch it, it's going to send you through the roof. Um, that's typically one that you definitely should be seeing a medical physician about uh, so that you can get x-rays and see what's going on in there. Um, but uh, if it's just sore, it's aching, you know, doesn't necessarily mean, and not every sprained ankle needs to go to Emerge or needs to go to the doctor for an x-ray. We can, there's ways for us to determine whether in fact we think there's a fracture or not. When do we come see you? Well, and that's, again, that's another great mm-hmm. question. So we, we are trained to deal with acute injuries like the ones that you're talking about. And sometimes it's a slip where it's the neck just isn't moving very well or you fall and you've got a really bad hematoma or a big mm-hmm. bruise. Those are the sort of things that we certainly can look at, see if anything else has gone on, see if in fact we think that there's a fracture. We are trained to determine whether in fact there is a, you know, um, a risk of there being a fracture. And those are the ones that we do send to our amazing colleagues the family doctors and the mm-hmm. people up in Emerge. So uh, certainly you can come through the door. That's what we're here for, uh, to assess those injuries and see if, in fact, you need more or whether we can help you manage it. There's um, there's always the challenge, and I think people feel, you know, waiting time, you know, whether it's I've got to go to the emergency. And there there is a great little app that you can look up and see where yeah. what the, the wait time is in each of the emergency rooms around the region. Um, but we don't, we don't like to wait. But right. oftentimes I think we tend to wait too too long um, if we've if we've hurt something and we're maybe doing more damage than good yeah sometimes so again when you're looking at, when you're looking at I, I I'm not sure whether I should go number one I don't want to scare people away from going to emerge obviously if there's something really serious mm-hmm. going on and you've got that feeling in your stomach that it needs to be dealt with go um, but that being said also the type of pain you know if you've broken something typically speaking and I'm saying typically please people don't say Grant said <laughs> this, but typically speaking, it's a different kind of pain. It 
it is like lightning going on. Yeah. See, I've never it, broken anything, so right. I don't know. And if you've had it, then you know the next time. Oh, geez, I did it. I've, I know what this feels like, but it really, it's its not a normal achy sore. Now, that doesn't mean that it being really achy and sore might not have been a fracture. Like little stress fractures in the foot are a good example. We pick those up over time sometimes because it's just not getting better. It's not responding to treatment. But, you know, those ones, we can get them off for an x-ray later on. It's its how do I put it? I don't want to say that it's not necessarily that they had it x-rayed right from the beginning because it obviously would have mm-hmm. sped the whole healing process. But that being said, you're you're not going to be too far behind if it takes a little bit to diagnose that one. Versus you've got that lightning pain, it's disfigured. It's not, it's not sitting in the position it's supposed to be. It needed to be set right away. Those aren't the ones to be sitting at mm-hmm. home thinking, well, we'll just see how this swelling goes. Maybe it'll go down over by tomorrow sort of a thing. Yeah, I remember like the only major injury I've ever had or well I've, I've had a number but my knee I've, I've blown my knee twice and right. in those moments in those moments when it blew apart you knew it you knew that something right. bad had happened yeah there was just that <laughs> it almost got sick to my stomach absolutely right? and, and you, know? you know and those 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 are also well managed those can be well managed within the medical system yep. without being an emerge again barring it being something that's immediate surgery uh, related or life or death Mm -hmm. situation. Um, Now there can be with those as well if you have a clot or something like that but other things go on with those that can be picked up in the medical in the medical field and you know in your family doctor's office as a matter of fact. So so we see somebody who comes through with a big swollen knee they've just done it we have a look we're able to assess what's going on we can determine the amount of injury that we think has happened and we can start to manage that injury without necessarily it being Hmm. a burden on the on yeah. the medical system so certainly what can you do that's the question so now you've done that you've just blown your knee let's use that term you look down and it's a big swollen uh, looks like a football mm-hmm. what can you do well we know we know uh, that price is the answer to that so and pause right there okay you're going to tell good. me all about price when we come back. Joining us in studio for the monthly edition of Fit After 40, we're talking about managing acute injuries. And so um, one of the things that they say to keep in mind is this price. Yeah, well, it's everybody knows rice. That's I'm going right. to throw the price in okay. there just to make people uh, so that we we manage these acute injuries a little bit better. And the P is for protection. Okay. Okay. The R is for rest, ice, compression, elevation. And those are the immediate things that should go through your mind. I'm going to I'm going to clarify the ice cuz that's the most common question <laughs> I get asked. Ask, How yeah. much do I ice? How long do I ice for? I'm going to Are you ready everybody? The research shows that ice might not be the best thing to do right after an injury, but I'll, I'll come back to that. So we should protect it. Yes. We need to, you know, you've got that ankle that's really swollen or the knee that's really really swollen. We need to protect it. Be careful with it. It doesn't mean don't move it. Protect it does mean be smart about it. Make sure that no further insult or injury can come to it. Should we wrap it with a tensor, something right. like that? Right, so that comes into the compression. Oh, okay. So now, ahead. when we compress, we do use a tensor. When we protect it, it should be more of a hard or a more firm kind of a brace. If you're going to do it, you should have something more firm. Again, with an ankle, it'd be like uh, an active ankle mm-hmm. or something like that. With a knee, you see these hinged braces. They are a good idea, especially in the 
early management of okay. this. Now, they're not to be relied on for the long-term recovery. We're talking about that immediate, what do I do? Um, that would be a good example. Okay. Uh, now we get to the rest. Mm-hmm. What about rest? Well, this is the number one thing that people, I think, in today's day and age don't understand. We're not saying get into bed and don't get out of bed. We are saying smart rest. It means be careful about what you're doing. Some gentle movement of the joint, like we talked about the stretching and Mm -hmm. so forth, isn't a bad idea. However, if you've torn your hamstring, as an example, (laughs) and it's an acute injury, do you stretch that? Mm -hmm. I don't recommend stretching something that's been recently torn. Getting it moving is important, and certainly even some early active movement will help with your metabolism and help with the swelling and, and inflammation process. But certainly getting right out there back on the field and saying, yeah. uh, you know, this. let's see how it goes. Bad idea. You'll be seeing us for a lot longer because you're going to take a small injury and make it into a bigger injury in many cases. So be smart about it. So now we're into that I part, the ice. Mm-hmm. And recent, not recent, but generally speaking, we've always said ice, first 48 hours to 72 hours. They, we use that time frame, the inflammatory phase lasts lasts up to six days, but it's typically the most inflammation is occurring in the first 72 hours. And then the thought was, if we reduce the metabolism and we reduce the amount of swelling, then you're going to recover quick quicker. Well, we don't think that's the case anymore. What we do know is that ice is good for pain. Okay. So if you're in a ton of pain and it's that, oh my God, I can't handle this, then ice isn't necessarily a bad idea. It will. We, there are studies that show that it can delay the healing process because the swelling and everything that's going there is responsible for the healing. You've got these mm. substances released, particularly macrophages, that are responsible for kind of doing what they're supposed to do for the healing process. I won't get into the science too far. I might lose everybody. But in fact, so we're using ice in that early stage for pain relief. It slows the conductivity of the nerve. It does reduce some of the uh, acute swelling that's going to be there. So the swelling doesn't expand and put Mm. pressure on pain nerves so it feels better. So you've got a big ankle and it's getting bigger and bigger in front of your eyes. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's contradictory, but yes, the ice might slow the total healing process, but in fact, you're going to feel better and I'm going to ice my ankle. I'm going to drop it in a bit of a bucket of ice water and I'm going to, for about 15 or 20 minutes every couple hours, okay. try to limit that swelling and give myself some pain relief. Again, knowing that if I've torn my hamstring, am I going to throw ice on it right away? Those, That's a good example of one that I might not necessarily throw ice on right away. In fact, what I'm going to do and what the research is supporting is anti-inflammatory medication or if you can't take NSAIDs like Advil and stuff, you can take these creams that now you can get uh-huh. over the counter yep. uh, like diclofenac. I guess it's diclofenac the one that is ref- is prescribed but you can get Emil Gel as yes. a good example. By the way, I'm not sponsored by these products. <laughs> I am just telling you what's out there and you can use that and then go to the next stage, which is compression. And then the combination of that anti-inflammatory kind of medication and compression will help more than just ice. What does the compression part do? Compression does a few things, but most important in in the initial phase of of the healing process is it prevents too much swelling. So instead of creating a reduction in the metabolism, it constricts the area so that not as much bleeding and so forth can get to the gets to the area. So it helps with the swelling. I always found it feels a lot better it too does. once that's on. Yeah, and compression. The the next thing that it does is when you've got somebody, it's like rubbing your arm or applying a little bit of pressure. You stimulate stimulate mechanoreceptors and sensory receptors in our skin and in our tissue, and that 
kind of gates the uh-huh. pain pain effect in our brain. So it's kind of like rubbing it. You know, yeah, you bang yeah. your elbow and you rub yeah. your elbow and you get a little relief. Compression will do that as well. It also, like I said, it prevents too much swelling and too much expansion of the of the tissue where you get pain. What about elevation? elevation? You just hit it. The, that's where the combination really comes in. So now you've elevated it. You're getting it above the heart. A few things occur there. One, gravity works in our favor. The blood can't go uphill. It's your body has to work harder. Plus, as far as vasal return and so forth, it helps to bring it back and helps to flush the stuff we don't want there and gets it back going, circulating through our system, through the lymphatic system. Mm. So you take all those, you put them together, and you've got a pretty good approach to an acute injury if you kind of follow my advice, even though I contradicted myself in the middle on the ice. <laughs> on the ice. Right. So so it's that's where it's situational. you know. And if you were to ask me and I'm out and about, the answer is going to be, well, what did you do? Mm-hmm. What does it look like? How does it feel you know is it really a big huge hematoma and and uh, a lot of bleeding and bruising in the area then in that those circumstances i'm going to probably apply ice for that first 24 to 48 hours no heat no heat really heat's going to come into play right after you get through that inflammatory process and inflammation and we're going to start applying heat so that we increase the circulation in the tissue and actually helps to take away some of the stuff we don't want there uh-huh. anymore it also adds to the elasticity of tissue makes it easier to move and like i said smart rest some early movement of, of it's not a bad idea as long as it's not disfigured now you've got something that look looks crooked. Get to the doctor. Don't move it. <laughs> Please take the protection part, the yeah. rest ice compression and elevation, and take it seriously and do all of those things. Stabilize it. And again, I'm not here to give uh, you know the first uh, EMT approach to yeah. things, but certainly if it's disfigured, that's when you need to take appropriate management. What about depending on the injury, um, a massage? Depends on the time frame. Okay. Time frame. Certainly in the first 48 hours. Um, I certainly don't, don't, there's different types of massage, so it depends on what's being done. Certain types of massage can help with swelling if it's very local, but a general overall whole body massage isn't necessarily advised in the Uh, acute stage. All right. So just again, give it, give it the time. And yeah, you know, and especially in that first, in that first inflammatory phase, and I'm saying it's 72 hours, it's up to six days. Kind of that phase is when you want to follow the advice I'm talking about today. After that, we have a totally different approach to it and how we manage it. But the other thing that to bring up is that a lot of people think it's too soon. You know, oh, it's really swollen. It's too soon for me to see a physio or to get in and get it dealt with. And I'd like to say it's the opposite. It's okay. not too soon. It's the time we can give you the proper advice, look at the situation for you and with you and come up with a proper approach. And in some cases, teach you what you can be doing to help the process so that we don't have problems down the road. So arguably, I would say it's never too soon to get it looked at if you if there's some serious acute injury going on. Grant Fedork from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. You can uh, check out the website because there's the Ask the Physio question yeah, on there. Yeah, anytime. I, I, I love responding to those. I get some of the greatest questions on Ask the Physio. Awesome. LeadingEdgePhysio.com. You can find him. You have three? How many? How many? Three locations. Yeah. One in St. Albert and uh, one in the Royal Glenora Club yeah. and one in Windermere. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. So spreading out there. So he's kind Absolutely. of like all the way uh, along the line. Grant, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure. I just hope everybody gets better without without us. <laughs> I got to book the appointment still. <laughs> the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.